Hey there, this is John Gammon. I play Darren on ABC's The Middle. You can catch it at 8 o'clock on Wednesday nights. And this is On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for joining us for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 285 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, it is our holiday season movie preview. And we're going to find out what's coming your way as far as blockbuster movies right through the holiday season. And our guest this week is John Gammon, who plays Darren on the hit ABC show, The Middle. John's going to be joining us in a few minutes, so I hope you're going to stick around for that. Let's get right into our preview of the holiday season movies, coming up right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. The holiday movie preview here at On Screen and Beyond starts off with Remake Madness. There's a few of them coming our way, not as many as we have had in the past, but uh, a remake of Old Boy with Josh Brolin arrives on November 27th, and The Secret Life of Walter Mitty retells the classic film tale, and this time it stars Ben Stiller as Walter. And on December 27th, you can catch 47 Ronin, and it explodes into action Starring Keanu Reeves. That is it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as new movies this holiday season? We've got it next. Well, it looks like on November 1st you can get Ender's Game. That's going to be a big one. And De Niro, Klein, Douglas, and Freeman all hit Las Vegas in Last Vegas on November 1st. And look for Owen Wilson and Woody Harrelson to star in the animated film Freebirds on November 1st, and also on November 1st, it uh, brings us Naomi Watts in Diana, and it uh, delves into the private lives of the famous princess. And Matthew McConaughey arrives on November 1st with Dallas Buyers Club. November 1st seems to be a big date for some of those holiday season movies. Uh, not not holiday-related, but they are the holiday blockbuster movie season that's coming our way. November 15th. The Wolf of Wall Street from Scorsese. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio. And on November 22nd, Delivery Man with Vince Vaughn in a comedy that tells the story of a sperm donor who finds he has over 500 kids. November 27th, it looks like Disney's Frozen lands in theaters. And on December 13th, Saving Mr. Banks with Tom Hanks hits the big screen. And on... December 18th, The Monuments of Men with George Clooney arrives in a war film. And on December 25th, it looks like The Battle of the Old Timers pits Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro back in the ring in Grudge Match. That's it for new movies coming your way this holiday season. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take you down to Sequel City and find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. And of course, at this time of year... A lot of sequels are going to be coming your way. It's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond.
This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Sequel City coming your way this holiday season on uh, the preview show here at On Screen and Beyond. Well, of course, at this time of year, there's always a lot coming your way. November 8th, Thor, The Dark World will be unleashed in theaters. November 22nd, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, slashes its way into the big screen. And December 13th, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smug, gives us film number two in the trilogy of The Hobbit. And December 13th, Tyler Perry's a Medea Christmas continues the ongoing story and shenanigans of Medea. December 20th, everybody's favorite Anchorman returns in Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. And Christmas Day, December 25th, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, hits theaters. That is it for your holiday season movie preview here at On Screen and Beyond. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we have the pleasure of having John Gammon join us. John is from the hit TV show, The Middle, where he plays Darren. John Gammon is next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. My guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who plays Darren, the best friend of Axel, on the hit ABC show, The Middle. It's John Gammon. John, thanks for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Thanks so much for having me, Brian. John, your character has grown over the the seasons that it's been on, The Middle. Mm And yeah. now you're out of high school. You're going to uh, trade school a, a tra- now. Trade school, yeah. Yeah. Not and, even college. Trade school. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you going to continue to be a regular on the show, or, you know, or or semi regular, or how's that going to work? Or it's do you know? To, it's going to be up to the producers. It's going to be up to our great creator uh, Eileen Heisler. She will uh, let me know, but I have a very strong feeling. I'm very confident that it will continue to be semi regular. Mm-hmm. Well, the last episode when when the father was uh, you know missing Axel there and he asked you to watch the football game with him, I, I sort of sort of got the impression that you know you were going to become the the replacement <laughs> for the time being, you know, while the, while the son is away <laughs> at college. <laughs> yeah, I was actually hoping for that too. I I uh, I tend to uh, play Darren in, in such a way that he really likes Mike Heck for sure. He looks. To him, it's sort of his surrogate father. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he I think is a little bit more interested in girls than uh, guidance from older men. <laughs> hey, can't blame him, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you play the character very well. Thank you. You, you do a good job. Uh, you know, you, you sound nothing like you do now. <laughs> oh yeah, I uh, I try to put that on yeah i mean i uh i come from a lot of uh real life experience i have gotten confused for a lot in high school and um was a jock myself and uh well i never really thought of going into air conditioning school but i did uh really like girls that's for sure (laughs) 
still do. <laughs> That's good. Now, yeah. So I got a lot in common with Darren. Right. Yeah. Money, money, as I affectionately call the character. <laughs> now, how much input do you have into your character? Uh, did when you first went in and they showed you who the character was and how how he was going to act? Uh, do they really, you know, say do it exactly like this, or did they sort of let you roll with it? That uh, that evolves. They uh, they like to see what you do really, really well, what you bring into the audition room. I mean, first off, all that you have to go on is what's called a treatment, a description of the character, the age, physical attributes, and what they're sort of like. And you have free reign to bring in whatever you like. Mm-hmm. And you bring in whatever you like. I find Darren the way he They give me some direction. And before you know it, there's three, four episodes that I'm a part of in that first season that kind of sort of establish the base of what they come to expect in this new character, Darren. And from that point on, they it just kind of builds up. It develops uh, sort of organically, sort of between what I bring to each take and what it is that they would like, their direction. And then eventually there is a solid enough base, a uh, solid enough body, I guess you can call it, where they have come to expect uh, a certain kind of performance from Darren that they get a little more specific and more specific and more specific and a little bit more consistent with. So uh, the show and the overall episode and the writing all makes sense. Yeah. Now, did you realize when you first auditioned that the character would would develop into a, you know a fairly regular part of the show, or did you just did they just tell you oh it's going to be you know one or two episodes? No, Brian, I'm a believer, man. I had dreams. I read that little thing on the description, and that description that I mentioned in the treatment, it said possibly, uh, possibly recurring. So those three co-star scenes idea uh it would turn into basically five years of a solid solid guest star that you can really call semi-regular it's great yeah yeah well that uh the the character is is just a lovable character you know everybody you know can can relate you know somewhat to the character and what he's feeling and everything you do a good job with it thanks so much yeah yeah now did you know that back when you first auditioned that you were going to at some point be the romantic uh, uh, person in the sister's life? No, I, you know, that actually was something that was uh, mentioned to me. Um, One of my, one of my friends at the time told me uh, that that would be deal. And I said, Oh, you know, that's, I honestly, I kind of don't even want to think about that. I just want to, do the best job I can, bring 100% to every single take, no matter what, and hopefully they call me back eventually. I don't even want to worry about, like, possible future story arcs, let alone being able to date, you know, a beloved Sue. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody, so many people's favorite characters is Sue, heck, for sure. And I just, you know, like I mentioned, I'm a dreamer, but, like, I don't want to be a pipe dreamer, basically, was my attitude at the time. Mm-hmm, Yeah. In the second season, I was sitting there thinking, like, mm, that actually might work. Yeah. Well, that's it. Huh. Now, 
As far as uh, getting on the show, how did he dump me? I wish he didn't dump me. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now she wants you back, so. (laughs) Yeah, now she wants me back. It's like you can't win. Right. Oh, man. I guess we wouldn't have a show if you could. That's right, yeah. As far as auditioning for the show, was it an open call that you went to and uh, you you know, tried out? And, and how did that come out? Anything anything unusual about that audition That from other auditions you've been on or anything? Uh, no, it was, uh, it was just through the agent. Well, there was one thing that was different about it. I, it was not my first audition for the show. It was uh, my second audition. I saw the casting director the very night I had just gotten done with the first audition, which was several months before. And I actually got to see him in the grocery store parking lot. Uh, you're never supposed to shake a person's, well, a casting director's hand for the most part. In the office, actually, uh, it's just one of those things. It's just normal decorum. But, oh, really? Uh, I got to, yeah, I got to shake his hand, though, that night because I saw him out there in the street, uh, or really in the parking lot. And he said, hey, you know, you were great today. You, uh, you finished second. Oh man, a little, little crushing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Second place again, and then he said, "Well, you know, this is good because Baker comes up. We'll keep you in mind, and we'll bring you in." And I was just—I didn't take him seriously. I just thought it was him being nice, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he made—they made good on it, and the second position is basically what puts me on the phone here with you today, Brian. Yeah. Hmm. When when you first heard that you were on the show, uh, you must have been thrilled. Oh yeah, I figured like uh, nearly Homer Simpson. Like, yeah, see Homer Simpson get down on the ground and start like walking in a <laughs> walking very fast in a circle. I almost did that. I, I ran around in circles in the living room. <laughs> I didn't I didn't do the full Homer. I did like a half Homer. Right. <laughs> Of course, this wasn't your first show that you've been on. You've been on other shows having parts and things. When did you first decide you wanted to be an actor? When I was a kid, I was about four or five years old. I was uh, goofing around pretty much regularly doing impressions of family and other adults that I knew in my life in the family room for siblings and parents. And I just thought it was make people laugh and then kind of get a, a reaction that uh, was very, you know, visceral. And I, whether, I mean, sometimes I would, I would act out and it would not be the most positive reaction, but, you know, that was something that I really enjoyed. I don't know if it's, I don't know if there's a kind of power to it that I enjoyed or if it was a kind of like uh, honest honest sort of uh, exchange that I really loved. I think it might be all and everything. Uh, and I had that when I was about maybe older. My sibling told me that I, would, I did this weird thing when I was a baby baby in the in the, uh, in the crib that got reactions out of people. I just scratched my face up and make a weird sound and I always knew that it would, that it would work in front of uh, that crowd and it this was something that I basically bet on, but I don't remember it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I have pictures, but I don't know. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So when you were in uh, high school and, and junior high, were you in plays and things like that? You know, uh, junior high, like grade school was tricky. My uh, grade school was Catholic, and it was also in the Midwest, so we didn't really have much of an emphasis on the arts, uh, let alone performing arts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so we had like, I mean, we had like one music show a year, and there was there was not much focus on it. People didn't really, uh, it wasn't very strong. So, I mean, I, I, I always look forward to the music show for sure, but, um, I never took a real formal class until college. Uh, I took two classes in college and they were the first classes I ever took in school where I was sitting there like, okay, what's the next lesson? You know, like, Oh, look, you know, this is kind of boring right now. Let's move on. You know, that was, my first experience where I felt that way about any class, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I knew that that's what I needed to do with my life for sure. Yeah. I kind of picked the dream back up. Hmm. Four or five, you know? Now you said the musical was uh, you enjoyed the musical. So are you into singing and everything? I sing in the shower, and I I have sung on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll sing when I need to. It's more like a survival tactic for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I need to sing, I need to get out there on Hollywood Boulevard. If times get tough, I'll sing. You know, but uh, I, don't, I don't. It just it just kind of comes out. It's a it's a very unpredictable desire. Hmm. Yeah, because I've had I've had different actors on. You know, some some much older than you are, <laughs> and and they've always yeah. they've always said that uh, uh, anytime anybody asks you, can you do anything whether it's riding a horse or or singing or whatever you say yes i can do that <laughs> yeah they do you just got to be really careful about that because if you can't do it to the certain extent that you need to people will never ask you again right that's that's the trouble <laughs> it's like oh yeah. boy what did i do now <laughs> yeah you got to be a you got to be a gambling man but you got to know no one to hold them, no one to fold them, like uh, whatever space. Kenny? Kenny Rogers, yes. Kenny Rogers, like the Kenny Rogers song, Thank You. Yeah. <laughs> no one to hold them, no one to fold them. So what was your first acting job, you know, where you got paid and were on TV or whatever? Uh, well, really, it's between, it's between this seed project that I was a part of ago like about five years ago i got paid uh what is it i got paid minimum wage for this seed project they were trying i think it's called oh there was in, the, the indian name like i i can't remember the indian name for it but basically it was between that and the middle like you could say probably the middle mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i mean it, it was just like eight dollars an hour for They gave me a line, mm-hmm. yeah. But this uh, very uh, baby-faced FBI interrogator, and they decided to throw me in the circle and you know scream at this dude. Yeah. 
be a terrorist, and uh, they gave me uh, they gave me eight bucks an hour that day. Wow! I, I was really really excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> I told I told my brother about it. And I, I didn't know what the hell like he, I didn't know what he was thinking, but I was excited about it just because it was the principle. I got to act that day, and I got paid. Yeah, I got paid nothing, but I still got paid. Right. Uh, yeah. It was very exciting. So I'm sure it's a start. You got to start someplace. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. You don't start out with the the, the million dollar contracts. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's for sure. Even though you you wouldn't mind, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I wouldn't mind at all. If somebody wanted to do that, I'd forgive them. You know, it'd be hard, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> somebody shoved that thing in my face. It's a despicable act, but I'll do it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, are are you uh, anything you got coming in the? The horizon that that you can tell us about. I know a lot of times you can't tell us about things, but uh, is there anything that you're looking into? There are several things that I actually cannot say. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, and that's common. I know. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, it, yeah it's brutal. It's yeah. Brutal. Very. You want to just tell the whole world, but um, you also don't want to jinx it. You don't want to. You know. You want to respect also confidence. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I wish you luck with the, with those, you know, other things that you get going Thank on. Thank you so much. Yeah, because yeah. it, it, it it must be hard uh, being an actor because you're you're constantly out, you know, trying to to get a job or get things, and then you know you, you got to take rejection. Well, I would think. I mean, because for every twenty that you go out for, you know, you might get one. So it it, it must be tough. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but you know. It's not really rejection in the same way that you would be rejected by, I don't know, a, a girl or something. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. They never call back, which, of course, you know, happens in the dating game, too, of course. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> they're, for, they're for factors that you have absolutely no control over. Yeah. You know, you might be too tall. You might be uh, – your hair might be a different color or uh, you just don't have a kind of uh, – even though you have done a wonderful performance, but there's something off that this other guy did very well. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's completely out of your control. So it's not really sort of like anything you did wrong or did not live up to or fell short of or whatever. It's just stuff that doesn't exactly match. Yeah. So it's not the same thing. And it's, it's funny, like when you... Like, if you ever really saw a waiting room full of actors who are technically competing for the same job, mm-hmm. it's not like any other competition. I mean, for the guys who I think are young and they don't know any better, like, yeah, they they look at it as if they were going hard in a basketball game or something like that. They might try and psych some, somebody else out in the waiting room, but it's just, for the most part, you, you it's, a, it's a different kind of thing. You, Everybody, ha- everybody who's been around long enough, they kind of understand. Yeah, this is a big. There is a big giant aspect of fate and serendipity and whatever you want to call it that's involved with this. That basically dwarfs whatever you do in the room. Mm-hmm. I mean, do your job, you know. Yep. Bring the work to it. Really kill it. But everything else that you can't control, all of that is just. I mean, it just makes. Everything you can control looks so small. Mm-hmm. 
as far as the middle, do you know if you're going to be in any more episodes uh, that that we'll be seeing in the near future? Or because I'm sure you've taped the shows several at at, uh, at this point, but you got to also remember that uh, the order of shows changes up. Sometimes there's a differences in writing. Uh, they might change the thing and cut a character out that week. Yep. Uh, that happens uh, fairly frequently with mine. So at this point, it's sort of 50-50 on those several episodes, but mm-hmm. I definitely will be uh, back this year. Yeah, good, good. It would be good to see you on there again. Now, yeah, uh, nice. <laughs> I want to finish up with two final questions, and it's taking us away from your acting. And, and when you relax and watch TV, and, and, and do you watch TV? I'm assuming you watch TV. Uh, but uh, what are your favorite TV department, man? That's a tax write off. Yeah. What What are your favorite TV shows uh, now and in the past? And also, what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Favorite movie uh, 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 that is on top of my head is uh, A Beautiful Mind. Yes. I love that movie. Yeah. Um, there is also an amazing show that's out there on Netflix called. Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have mentioned that. that. Yeah, and that's my new thing. I uh, watched that, I think, in two, three days or something like that. It's mm. a great show. Yeah. Um, another thing I enjoyed from the past, but also on Netflix, was Trailer Park Boys. Yep. Uh, it's a, it's, it, was a, it was a Canadian series. That it, it was shot in the kind of mockumentary style that The Office is. And Modern Family, and mm-hmm. uh, it was way before both those shows. Uh, so, I, and it's just like very irreverent uh, and gross. Great, I love it. <laughs> and uh, let's see, I'm, let's see a more recent movie I saw. You know, I saw Man of Steel this past summer. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much out there, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you from week to week? Are you more a comedy, drama, science fiction? What what type of movies do you like? I like uh, comedies and dramas. I'm not a big fan of uh, horror films. Uh, it's got to be a really good horror film. Uh, it's got to be really well done for me to for me to go see it. Yeah, sit through the blood. I think like probably, huh? <laughs> to sit through the blood. <laughs> Nowadays, it's, yeah. it's all blood most of the time. I mean, I you know, I can get scared by real life. You know, I don't need to be paid to go get scared at a movie theater. Like right. That. And I don't really see the, the draw in that, but you know, a lot of people love it, uh, and never say never. I might come around to it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I love comedies and dramas and thrillers and action movies specifically. Yeah. Well. John, I want to thank you for joining us, and uh, of course, everybody's got to watch out for Darren on the middle on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Watch out for him, he'll get you. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for joining us, John. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me. Big shout-out goes to John Gammon for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. I want to thank him so much for doing that. And uh, check him out. He's Darren on the ABC hit show, The Middle. And uh, he's going to be on, I'm sure, many more times. And uh, it's good to see him on there. And we'll be looking for him on other projects, too. 
And let's see. We got uh, to remind you that if you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you are on iTunes and downloading this show, and of course you could subscribe to it if you'd like, and you can get it downloaded without even going to find it. It'll just come right to you every week. But if you are on iTunes, be sure to leave us a, a little review. And, you know, if you want to email me with a suggestion, have a lot of people doing that lately. They've been sending in a lot of suggestions, and we are trying to dig up uh, uh, addresses and connections and whatever I can find to get a hold of these people and seeing if they'll do a, a little interview here at On Screen and Beyond. But if you have a suggestion for somebody... Email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I will try to get that person on for you. We've got some great guests lined up, and uh, we've got some leads on some really good interviews coming your way. So I hope you're going to be sticking around and joining us each week here at On Screen and Beyond. That's a wrap for this week. Until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.